All right. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Language of My Soul podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about coronavirus and kind of my isolation thoughts. So, without further ado, let's start. Since this coronavirus started, I've been working remotely, ordering things online since most places are shut down. There's nowhere really to go now. It's been over three weeks since this started, and I feel like I'm going mad, really. Without the contact, walking to people, no, sorry, walking to the shops, just being in the presence of other people, I'm really just starting to lose it. Now, I've always been a private person, and quite a loner, desiring to do a lot of things by myself, and only occasionally hanging out with friends. But even with that, I feel extremely isolated now. Before, even though I only planned gatherings every two to four weeks, it felt fine because I chose to be alone. But now, it's completely different. I'm not the one making the choices. The world has thrust upon me the situation that I have no control over. I feel like I've lost my autonomy. Sure, now my my company does virtual meetings, and it's fine. We're able to to discuss whatever we plan to discuss, and that's all good. But I feel there's no real connection. It's it's not real. It's just a screen, a series of pixels, RPG values. Sometimes when I work, I feel like everything around me is just darkness. And then it zooms out of the room, and it's just darkness all around, and highlighting how alone I am. I feel this. Loneliness multiple times before, when I started to lose connection with my friends around me in uni, I felt it during school holidays, when I was simply bored out of my mind, wishing that school could start again. I felt it during the university break, from December to February, despite wishing it could be holidays or semester. After about a weekend, I just couldn't wait until university started once more. It's quite strange, really. It's almost like I enjoyed university because it gave me something to do. There was always an assignment to complete, lectures to watch, or content to revise. The simple fact that I didn't choose what I could do greatly relieved me the burden of deciding. There's so much things I could do that I get paralyzed by choices alone. There's something interesting called choice paralysis. When there's far too many options. People simply are unable to decide.、Um, there's supermarkets. The main supermarkets in Australia are Coles and Woolworths. They both stock pretty much the same things, but it's always six to seven different variations of every single object. Whenever I purchase something new, like say sauces, there's so many different barbecue sauce options. That I just stay there for for five minutes, deciding and weighing up the best options. Recently, I purchased HelloFresh, the delivered food box company that would ship a meal, a box of meals to you. It's pretty interesting. I selected three meals for the week, and it comes pre-selected with all the three meals. The only thing you can do is change up your meals with a selection of about three to nine. Different meals to choose from. 
this uh, it's crazy because it was actually good not needing to make decisions of what I should eat for the week. It's it limited the amount of choices I had to make. The m- more and more I find myself trying to limit the amount of basic choices I need to make. Most of my clothes are plain or striped t-shirts, no logos and very basic. And because they're all similar, I don't need to make decisions on what clothing I'm going to wear for the day. In fact, I was even contemplating throwing out all my clothing and then purchasing three copies of three styles of t-shirts. Hell, I was even thinking about doing the same for my jeans. Given that I spend five minutes deciding on a, what barbecue sauce I will purchase, when there's no nothing to do, no lectures, no assignments, no content to revise, when those university holidays roll around, I find myself simply scaring, staring into my screen, clicking a few times, revi- revisiting the same websites and then closing them. I've had nothing to do, and the thought of something productive, like creating a website, is just too much to bear. To bear. These meaningless days ticked by, where I had nothing to do and no willpower to do anything until the sweet relief of university assignments came once again. Once again, There was a strange love-hate relationship with my university assignments. On the one hand, when assignments came by, I was agonised by how much work they had to do, how much things I had to do. But on the other hand, when they were all gone, I had nothing to do, and I, I craved something, something, something to do. It didn't matter what, just as long as I didn't have to make the choice. During my university days, when I walked to my uni, I always saw kids playing around, and I ev- I envied them, living their life, joy, worry-free, free lives. When I saw school groups, although I pitied them for being in such a pointless cage society, I also envied their lack of choices. I remember when I was talking to someone, and she kept using the term adulting quite frequently. Back then, I thought it was pretty stupid. Adulting? What do you mean? We're 18. Legally speaking, we're an adult. There's no use for the verb. But now, I kind of understand where she's coming from. It means you have to make your own choices. And when you're raised not needing to make any of your own choices, such a thing was extremely difficult. When I finished school, there's an entire world of choices thrust upon me uh, by society. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I, I, I could do. All I knew was to listen to teachers. And I didn't even get to choose my own subjects until year 10. That's when I was 16. Honestly, how, how do you expect me to decide what I'm going to do for the rest of my life when I haven't made my own decision for 16 years of my life? Even now, I don't know much. And I, I resent the system for all these difficult choices I keep having to make. The fact that I was never really... The, no one really taught me how to make these choices. I was never raised to make these choices. In school, what what happens? Everything is decided for you. Schedules decided for you. What classes you're gonna do is decided for you. Where they are, it's decided for you. Everything is decided, and yet now nothing is. So I don't know who I am. I don't know what I should do. I don't know where I should go. 
I have no clue, and it's crushing. I keep wondering, what is the meaning to life? What is the meaning to my life? And why am I here? Sometimes, sometimes I really wish I could just forget everything and be some, some village idiot. I think it was Dostoevsky that said he would rather be smart and miserable than a happy village idiot. But I wonder how that's possible. I think too much. I read too much. I listen too much. Such activities bring me great joy, and I enjoy the time thinking about these interesting or strange, difficult problems. Yet at the same time, it's utterly crushing. They thought that we might be alone in this world, that there may be no meaning to life, and we're just here because we are. It's unbearable. Australia is still a fundamentally Christian country that follows a lot of the same values as Christians. So the question of do you believe in God, or if you're an atheist, comes up a lot. Until recently, I thought atheist meant you simply don't believe in God. But it actually means you believe in nothing. And to believe in nothing is the same as, is the same as taking the full brunt of our isolated and meaningless existence. That's just too much to bear. For me, I don't believe in God, but I do, or at least hope, that there's something out there greater than us. The more I understand about human nature and how we came to be, the more I understand why people turn to religion. It's just too much con to continue on alone. It's like there's a weight on my entire existence. But if I could just give myself up and be a happy village idiot, would I? If I were the happiest village idiot, then I wouldn't be feeling this pain anymore. There would be relief from this existential dread. But I'd lose a part of myself, the one who thinks, who reads, and listens. Would I rather be the smart, miserable, smart and miserable, or happy but a simple village idiot? Honestly, I have no idea. The fact, the fact that only I can answer this question is what crushes me the most. I feel like one day, one day there will be a storm that will come for me and it would have drastic effects on my life. But without a solid goal, who I am, what do I want to be, and where am I aiming, what's my meaning, why am I here, without those solid foundations that ground me, it's all over for me. The crushing despair of the world would simply overwhelm whatever feeble reasons I have to continue. I feel like it's a race. A race between myself and the world. Whether I'll find a real goal in life, or if the world will turn everything into chaos. Alright, thank you once more for listening to the Language of My Soul podcast. If you want to contact me, please contact me at the Language of My Soul podcast at protonmail.com. I hope you enjoyed episode two and see you later.